What up? This is Chris Cap. You're watching EC Sports. Yeah, yo, check it. Turn me up a little bit on the mic. EC Sports episode 45, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, the sequel. Sorry, Orange doesn't get any love here. Maybe on that, guys. 45, 45. I'll go with Michael Michael J, the J man. There? Okay. Good shit. Uh, As you guys can see, I'm in the... In the beautiful suburbs, he's like a block away. But did you want to talk about that, or you want to keep that low? I mean, I was pretty big too. Let's not talk about that. Let's do that. He was talking about something with a movie. We were saying he's wearing some stupid Boston hat right now. Uh, you're from Chicago, oh, bro. Uh, what do we got today? Um, you know, we what? got, we you got some in the house Twitter beef. We got in house beef. Between EC Sports Collision. Oh shit! And of course, of course, the nice guy Dan. It's okay, guys. Everything's good. Stop it, Dan. Show some freaking anger. He's too nice. That's why he's out in Cali with that beautiful weather. Lock the fuck down. We got baseball next week. Baseball. We got baseball, and then we got uh, Zeke Elliott. Man, we got to talk whether you think or not think that Zeke is a top back in the league. He's been catching heat, and today he finally fought back. So we'll get into that discussion. But yeah, I'll, for- throw, uh, I'll throw uh, Le'Veon in there, too. His bitch okay. ass had some problems. Okay, we'll throw Le'Veon in there. But see- let's get into our Twitter yeah. uh, beef. Yeah. This is a beef with Twitter- Sweet and Hot. Porterhouse. Porterhouse beef. This guy's a choice. Choice cut. I'm primed, okay? Wagyu, so to speak. Let's let's talk about it. Start how it start how it got, you know. So start. I read this. I read this quote from you read Cam. A quote. Read a quote from Cam. Uh, Cam basically said, "Oh, you know, uh, obviously everybody knows what it is around here." Post the post so we can make sure that his words were were yeah. shown. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he said in your words, what? He said, you know, we know what Brady has done around here. He's been great, uh, you know, blah, 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 stroke fest. And then he said, uh, but, you know, I add something uh, different to the, uh, the organization as far as uh, play call standpoint. Um, which to me is just not necessary to say. Okay. So basically what he said was Josh Daniels can call more plays than he has in the past. Is there anything untruthful about that statement? There is. Okay. I watched the entire interview. I'm sure you didn't. Um, this is the generation of quotes and not reading or watching the entire situation. Mm-hmm. And from what I saw, Cam was being a confident professional who happened to be an MVP that went to the Super Bowl that said, Josh McDaniels has some more plays to call with me there. 
And another thing Mr. D'Amato forgot to mention was he's very angry right now from a lot of teams, including this one, that passed on him. And he was looking at the schedule right after that quote, and he said, oh, we're playing them? Oh, okay. Oh, we're playing them? Yeah. He said McDaniels is getting a dog, and everybody's going to get what they deserve. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that they can call more plays because Cam Newton's on the team? Absolutely. Because of his ability to run? Because of his ability to run, throw, and be a leader quarterback. Cam Cam okay. Newton is not That's a bum. You're acting like Cam Newton is Josh. He's Newton. Listen, he's not a bum, but first of all, of the three things you mentioned, running, passing, and leadership. Number one, he's not a better leader than Tom Brady. No one is. I don't think that's what they were saying. Okay. No one said that he's trying to be better than Brady. No. Brady's the GOAT. But from a, from a call more play standpoint, you just mentioned those three things. So leadership, negative. Okay. Throwing the ball, absolute negative. Leads me to my last situation, running the ball. Absolutely, he can run the ball better. Absolutely. He is a physical specimen at six foot six, beautiful 40 time, can run the ball. Absolutely would never deny that. Absolute athlete, possibly one of the best physical specimen slash athletes in the league. The fact that he's able to run the ball better than the previous quarterback never use the word better whose job is to throw the ball he can definitely run the ball better i'm using that because he can't so a quarterback's only job is to throw the ball absolutely not never said that but the quarterback's two-thirds 66.6666666% of the game is leadership and throwing while the other one-third is now our new era football running however What I've come to realize from this ridiculous connotation of what he thinks is going to happen is that the Patriots have never had to run the ball at the quarterback position successfully to get not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six rings based off run game and passing. So why, why... Is all of the sudden the Messiah of quarterback running the ball going to emerge the, the New England Patriots out of the fire? They've been doing the same thing they've done for 20 years defense, running, and play action slash passing. They don't need quarterbacks who can run. If that was the case, they would have got a, a hundred other guys a long time ago. Kobe Brissett could run. They would have kept him on the back burner. Garoppolo's a little bit mobile. They would have kept him on the back burner. They didn't. Like I said, do not be surprised if Jared Stidham is starting on the team. I like Cam Newton, but that is ridiculous of him to say. Ridiculous. What did you just say? You heard what I said. Jared Stidham is going to take Cam's spot? Very possible. Uh, I think I think mark my words, you will see there will be at the least a quarterback competition if we get a summer camp really rolling in effect here. When post COVID. You you're saying that they're gonna go into the season under a quarterback competition? Correct. Okay. 
Um, the nature of Bill is going to make him earn that spot. He's going to earn it, most likely, but he's going to have to earn it. He is not going to come in there as QB1 right away. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. He's going to earn it, but he's going to have to go in the or, going to have to earn it. Correct. Okay. Uh, meaning the outcome will most likely be him earning it, but beforehand, leading up to the it, he will have to earn it. You said it. Uh, so basically you're saying Cam Newton is going to murderize Stidham. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely no. No murderization. We what, will is your, what is your problem with Cam Newton? Is, this, is it his confidence? Is it I his, love Cam Newton. You know I love confidence. But Cam Newton's got to stop this nonsense. Now listen to me. He is he, When I look at his Instagram, when he does those on-air throwing things, it looks like I'm watching one of those goofballs from Boom. You know that high school Boom shit where they throw on Boom? <laughs> they got me one year, never again. Here's Boom. That's okay. Never Listen, again. this Boom shit where they throw on air with nobody else out there, everybody in the league can do that. The th Trubisky could throw on air. I don't think he can. You've never saw Mitch Trubisky film doing that. You know why? Because he is the utmost disgustingly amount of bum that you can ever find. Now, one, one team that won't have a quarterback position is the freaking Bears. Mitch Trubisky is a bum, period. That's, have you ever seen a Mitch Trubisky uh, highlight throwing in air film ever? Ever. That's called yeah. laziness. No, that's called bum. <laughs> period bum 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 just like you're a bum for throwing cam under the bus on twitter bashing him being confident the question was posed how is it going to be replacing the greatest first thing he said was tom grady's the goat he's the greatest ain't nothing to say about that but josh is going to have a lot more plays to call on the running side that he hasn't been able to call. He didn't say on the running side. Ever. He didn't say on the running side. Let's you, know sure. you know what he means. Hey. Yeah, I know what he means, and it's absolutely ridiculous. All right, do you know who was interviewing him? Do you even Did you watch it? Don't care. All right, it was a roundtable with him, Odell Beckham, and Todd Gurley. Oh. People that have been oh. fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean prima donna number one was there? <laughs> you mean prima donna? That makes the interview worse that prima donna number one was there. So we had prima donna one, prima donna two, and Todd Gurley. Oh, that's um, Odell basically said that, uh, well, one of his funnier comments was he went back blonde because his humbleness has been taken for weakness. It's time to kill, end quote. That's what it <laughs> That's a meme right there. Your you know, face is a meme right now. <laughs> meme! <laughs> Have you ever seen Ace Ventura? Yes. You ever see when he goes, <laughs> That's what I do when Odell Beckham talks. Wow. He's so ridiculous. Let me ask you something. 
Did Jordan ever change his hairdo to shine? Did 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 Walter Payton ever change his hairdo to did he ever go blonde so he could dominate? Did Derek Jeter ever change his hairdo so he could just just hit for 300? This guy is such a clown. It's unbelievable. I try so hard to like this guy. It's nearly impossible because of shit like that. <laughs> how do I, if I had a son, how could I tell him? You know what I want you to do? I want you to emulate the guy who is who is claiming he's going to emerge from the burning ashes of last season by now, not by catching and running and doing drills, but by dyeing his fucking hair. <laughs> no comment. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. No comment. Absolutely no comment. I appreciate that. Um, I am in reference to that position. I'm looking forward to my good friend Antonio Brown getting back in the NFL and That's doing what I. he has to do. I can't wait. And you're you're not allowed to. You're an AB hater. From the freaking. I'm not an AB hater, but listen, the bottom line was he was doing some stupid shit, bro. I got to tell you, what threw me off was that hard knocks, bro. He was acting like an absolute clown. Wow. I don't think he was acting like a clown on hard knocks. He was acting like a clown on his Instagram. Yeah, on his Instagram. Then that helmet thing was clownish, bro. That was an excuse. That was a big excuse. Come on. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you're worried about your helmet now? Um, as we discussed in uh, prior shows, uh, that man has every right to worry about his helmet. It is his life and his millions to make. Okay. okay. Uh, this guy's like Whitlock, but Italian. You're like the Italian Jason Whitlock, bro. That is, let me tell you something. <laughs> that is so disrespectful. We may have to cut this, this episode short because the disrespect hey, <laughs> Behind a Whitlock comparison makes me nauseated. <laughs> I want to talk about clowns. Oh, my God. Hey, he is the worst fucking sports journalist that I have ever seen. I used to hate Skip, but Skip has some common sense. Jason Whitlock? Yeah, I mute his tweets. First. He's mad. And I hope he sees this. I don't care. I hope he sees this. I'm just a, a plain old guy in Bloomingdale, but I just definitely want anyone that knows him that knows him to tell him. Dion Williams in Bloomingdale, Illinois, thinks he is atrocious at everything he does in his career. Thank you. Sorry. Next, next one. Next one. Let's get into baseball, ladies and gentlemen. Baseball will start next week. The Cubs will actually open up the season on ESPN. Then shortly after, we'll play the South Side. So, here's the thing. Have you been seeing Vinny's hatred of the Cubs on, you know, old school Vinny, you know, friend of the show? I'm telling you, these White Sox fans, they think they have a serious leg to stand on these days. They're so excited about this 60-game series. Uh, They're a bit arrogant. Yeah, like very, like, bro, what have they done, though? They're a bit arrogant. What have they done? They're a bit arrogant, I'm telling you right now. Like, this arrogance is – But, hey, you know. That's what they do, and so, uh, what happens. 
I, I, I'm interested to see what happens. I think that the – so Anthony Rizzo is going to be out for a little bit. But He's in great shape, by the way. Yeah, he's in unbelievable shape. But with that being said, I think the chemistry with Ross as the manager, I think the Cubs are going to shock people this year. I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, you know, but like they feel comfortable now that they don't have to like, not saying that, um, win it all. Yeah. Like that. And then the coach has his own, what was his name? Why is it losing me right now? Former coach, Joe Madden. Joe Madden had like this aura around him where you had to like be in this box or this wall to be that you know it was just like now they got a former teammate that everybody at least it seems from the outside looking in respects and it's a little more laid back and I feel like teams that are comfortable with each other and their coach play a, a lot better I agree I agree I think that the Cubs are heading in a, in, in a good direction um, but I wanted to talk to you about this because this is like the biggest news on Twitter right now People are asking, who is Chicago's better shortstop? Is it Tim Anderson, who is a great shortstop, by the way, covers ground, uh, has the ability to fly, pretty good contact hitter, uh, all-around baseball player? Or is it my boy, El Mago, the magician, Javi Baez, number nine? I like Javi Baez, uh, all on bias aside. I think Javi Baez makes plays in the game of baseball that have not been made in my lifetime. Some of the things he's able to do in one particular season alone are truly transcending for the game. What do you think? Um, Obviously, I mean, I'm a Cubs fan, and uh, I believe that Javi Baez is – I mean, I'm wearing Cubs colors. Javi Baez is a now transcendent athlete. He is what they thought he would be coming out. And I think it's – I can't say hands down like I could two years ago. Um, Tim Anderson is the perfect example of a guy that realizes he has to sell himself. Not sell himself out, but – He's a marketable guy. Yeah, you have to market yourself to be what you – want to be so to speak if Mike Trout was a little more outgoing he'd probably be everywhere right Um, you saw a lot of Derek Jeter because he was just that type of dude right Um, Anderson tossed his bat he's a little more outgoing he's more extroverted and now he's like he's the batting champion you know you got to show that you have some semblance of charisma to to get you know some fans happy and that's why I feel like He's a very large part on top of, you know, having a bunch of former Cubs on their team to where the Sox feel very confident in what they can do. Obviously, if you have half of the Cubs on your team anywhere, you're going to do well, guys. So Vinny and all you bum Sox fans, get over yourself because you know what? The secret that's coming out, which is your good, ain't happening at least this year because you guys are still bums. That's how I feel. Words. I got I to gotta wrap this up, this baseball talk, by saying Mike Trout only goes two places, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. out to center field and the bank. <laughs> he could have used that one. <laughs> he had that written down. <laughs> Thought about it as you were talking about Trout, my guy. Trout. Woo! 
Next up, Zeke, ladies and gentlemen, Ezekiel Elliott. Let's get in an extensive conversation regarding Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel bread, as I like to call him. Um, four years in the league right now, approaching his fifth year. Um, to me, I think he is the best all-around running back in the game. That's my personal opinion. Um, what he's been able to do um, on a team that has not really had that much success. I mean, however, they've had some playoff appearances while he's been there, games in which he's he's carried the team, might I add. Um, where do you rank Zeke? So let's go over a top five running back ranking right now. And uh, where, where would you say Zeke would be ranked in the top five? I still have him in my top five. I mean, just in reference to being the brunt of someone's offense, uh, you got to put Zeke up there uh, for some strange reason. Um, and he had mentioned it in the Cam interview that you didn't watch. Uh, yeah. Todd Gurley has been pushed down the, uh, the totem pole, so to speak, I guess because of injuries. He was stating that, He's not an outgoing person to where he's going to say something, but he, he got the feeling in middle of the season, actually the start of last year's playoffs when he wasn't getting as many plays that they kind of lost a lot of um, confidence in him. So he is kind of like falling back. But, I mean, you got to give it to uh, your boy in uh, Carolina. Um, oh, he's the best, his name. He's the best running back in the league. What's his name? Christian McCaffrey. Okay, yeah, you had him on your fantasy. He pretty much – you jumped on his uh, tush and caboose and rolled your ass to eight straight wins, but you still lost in the Super Bowl. Um, however like – every year. I'm sorry? Like I do pretty much every single year. Okay. Um, so I would say McCaffrey. I got Zeke in there. Um, a lot of guys are just leaving my head. Who am I forgetting? So here's the deal. I wanted to, I wanted to, this is a common conversation I've been having with people lately. And this guy gets a lot of hype. He is a very good looking guy. Uh, very, he's a powerful young stud. But he gets more recognition than Zeke. And I just don't think he's there yet. Personally, people think this guy's the second best running back in the league. I don't think so. Uh, I think he has the ability to be the best in the game. Don't get me wrong. But at this point in time, I think Zeke is ahead of him. Saquon Barkley. Okay. Um, but like I said, he's a really marketable guy. Uh, he's done everything right from college into the pros uh, as far as, you know, playing the game. His, uh, oh, his, his I'm outside. sorry. I just freaking um, posted him on our TikTok. Henry yeah. is a monster. Derek Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry is a, mon a monstrosity of a player. He is. Um, I I mean, NFL, CBS has Zeke number two. Uh, they're pretty much in line with what I said. Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, Henry, Saquon, what you said. Sa they got Saquon before Henry, which I don't think I uh, – See? I don't know. I don't know about that one. And then their fifth is uh, Nick Chubb. It's like – after five, it goes to, like, that middle, mid-range dude. There's not really a guy that's taken over that running back position, and I can't even think off the top of my head if there was anyone drafted either. So it's, it's, um, 
it's kind of touch and go after five. Right. No, and, and I totally agree. It's much like the quarterback situation. There's like five to seven guys, and then it's yeah. – where it's like running back, it's the same thing. But at the end of the day, I got to say, the running back position is like a position that if you are – if you're in tune with the young generation of running backs, like the high school guys and the college guys, if they like – if, if they get on your wagon as a running back, I feel like you just climb up the, the, the best running back in the league ladder. Like, I hear these kids talking, man. They're on Saquon like crazy, bro. They're on Saquon like crazy. But, hey, like I said, marketable guy, good-looking guy, can play the game well. He, he deserves all the rights. I get it. But Ezekiel Elliott, out of four years as a running back in this league, he's the two-time rushing champ. So if half the seasons you've been in the league and taken that role, come on. It's 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 the this this generation. Everybody wants to go with what have you done for me lately? They picked a new candy in the box, you know, the one that you don't gotta bite because you know it's gonna be good and nothing gross is gonna ooze out. That's what that's what people do in this generation. You're oh, right. You have to pick, oh, this is a good one. Fuck out of here. But I'm a I'm gonna leave it there. I'm going to go to Cali, bro, because, uh, you know, we had our Twitter beef, and I'm sure we'll have more. It's time to step it up a notch. Mr. Williams has been too nice on the new regime. It's time to be seriously dicky. <laughs> that makes sense. So, for Ant, this is Dion. Let's take it out to Mr. Hair. Maybe he shaved this week. That shit's just everywhere, bro. Beard grows in a day. To Danny for your uh, aunt. That Middle Eastern shit you got going on, Danny. <laughs> EC Sports. What's going on, Dion Anthony? It's your host, Danny Malgizmo, here once again with the EC Sports West Two Minute Drill. Another week of uh, hot topics. We got a lot to cover, so let's get it going. Let's kick things off in the nation's capital. The Washington Redskins, as you may know it, are no longer the Washington Redskins. The team decided to remove the controversial name and is deciding on a new name this upcoming month. Now, we don't know if it's going to be something that has to do with the word uh, red, or something with some alliteration, as Stephen A. Smith from ESPN said his suggestion was the Washington Warriors. But who knows what the name may be, but this is a good step moving forward to finally remove the controversial name from the franchise. With some other NFL news, Derrick Henry finally got paid. The Heisman winner from Alabama and the rushing champ and rushing touchdown leader from last season finally cashed in on a four-year $50 million deal with a little over $22 million guaranteed. Now, Derrick Henry could have asked for more, but he actually asked for more cap flexibility for the team to grow. A big move for him and a big team move for Derrick Henry. Will he have another successful season? I think so. The 26-year-old running back doesn't look like any signs of slowing down. He is an absolute beast that carried the Tennessee Titans to the AFC Championship game. Now, when it comes to running backs getting paid, congrats to Derrick Henry for getting his contract, but running backs are voicing their opinions more than ever, and it's not due to money. It's due to their Madden ranking, believe it or not. Guys like Christian McCaffrey cracked the 99 club once again, and, you know, he, he deserves it. He's the all-purpose, all-go running back for the Carolina Panthers. Focal point of that offense who does it all, so he does deserve the 99 ranking. Is he considered the best running back in the NFL? Some may say yes. Ezekiel says no. Ezekiel also says, you know, I've been the rushing champ two out of my four years in the NFL. Check the stats and put more respect on my name. 
Where do you guys rank Ezekiel Elliott in that top five mix? Definitely to me, he's a top three guy. I don't know if he's exactly number one, but he could do it all as well. Other notable backs who got their ratings, uh, besides Christian McCaffrey getting 99, you got Derrick Henry at 93, Nick Chubb at 92, Saquon Barkley at 91, and then I believe Ezekiel Elliott's cracking that 91 or 90. But I can't wait to play Madden to use my guy Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders, of course, at a respectable 88 overall, probably looking to go up in the middle to the end of that season, sure with updated rankings. Now with Patrick Mahomes striking the biggest deal in NFL history, great. Derrick Henry taking a good team deal, great. Now there's one guy who still hasn't gotten paid and has been voicing his um, opinion about that. This whole offseason has been Dak Prescott. But good news, Cowboys fans, Dak Prescott opted into his franchise tag and signed for that $31.4 million tender for the one year. He even tweets, I'm a Cowboy and I couldn't be happier. So is this going to lead to a bigger contract. What do you guys think uh, Dak Prescott is worth? Do you guys think he's going to get a huge contract in the future? Let us know. And with that being said, this wraps up this week's episode of the two EC Sports West 2-Minute Drill. Once again, I'm your host, Daniel Malagismo. Stay safe, stay sanitized, and most importantly, enjoy.